What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. Hey, listen to the 80s Babies Podcast. And today we've got another word on the street. We're going to talk about a variety of different subjects. For sure, for sure. But first, I am pleased to introduce a very good friend of mine. I yes. went to high school with his brother, and we used to rap together back in the day. So, uh, Calmont, say hello. Bit. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a, bit, a little bit about yourself, man. Oh, uh, what could I say? Uh, some interest uh, in rhyming, spitting with Outlaw here. Uh, fell off the wagon by life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should have put it in the headlock and got back on it, but uh, here we are. I'm happy to be here today. Uh, do you still play the saxophone? Great. You know what's funny? A lot of people ask me that question. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I sold it some years ago to buy wow. some recording equipment uh, and told yeah. myself I'd just buy another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, asked me asked me if I've done it yet, <laughs> but uh, you know I, I'm I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to hit those uh, the, the circuit out in Richmond. I'm still in touch with a lot of people that I used to gig with. That's cool. Okay. It has to happen. Everyone you still stay in Richmond. Me. No, no, I'm I'm up here okay. in this area okay. now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So we'll we'll, we'll get into more to uh, to Calmont a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, I guess right now we're just gonna start off with uh, with our segment. So yeah, yeah, it should be pretty brief. Uh, you know, basically, I guess the BET Awards happened. I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for the fact of of this Eminem Trump situation. I probably would have known just because everyone keeps all these award shows. I never yeah. listen. I, the only one I watch is the Oscars, but that's because I'm a cinephile. Like I love movies. Okay, right. Um, but the, I don't watch any of these other ones. I don't watch the Grammys. Uh, just MTV Music Awards. Just right. because I don't watch any of that shit. So, but all, Facebook does. Mm-hmm. And when I say Facebook, I just mean the people that I follow on my Facebook community, and they right. all talk mm-hmm. about it. Right. But yes, I agree that the vast majority of them were talking about this Eminem just to Trump. And it's wild because, like, like right along the lines of what you're saying, right? Because I'm not a I'm not a cinephile, so you know, I, I think I'm I've done a very or or decently good job of just. When people talk about shit that I don't care about, I just don't pay attention. So they hey, talk about the that's red the carpets. That's you're supposed to go. Right. They talk about red carpets. The They're like, oh, I loved her dress. I love his shoes. I don't really care. So I don't pay attention. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, how come no black people want anything? I'm like, because black people never win anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I have to care about it, like if, if Issa Rae says I'm here for all the black people, then, yo, thank Shout you. Thank you for posting that so I can see it. But everything else I filter out. But then when everybody starts talking about bars you know my ears just perk up i'm like okay uh-huh. yo like people that don't care about bars are talking about bars i have to resist giving my own opinion as to what they're talking about but i'm gonna at least watch it so i can form my own opinion and here we are with eminem and trump so, and so what's your opinion what would you think about them bars yo <laughs> so back in the day you know i used to rhyme with uh with jelani and eva we had a group called the cartel um jelani coined this phrase topically hot Okay. And it's something that I actually have used a lot to say that, you know, sometimes like a verse or a song, people can think it's hotter than it really is just because of what the subject matter is. And I think that that is like the perfect phrase for this freestyle, which I feel is, a, first of all, wasn't a freestyle, but that's fine. because That's fine. That, nah, I don't care about that, that, that doesn't matter anymore. in 2017. No. Um, but the subject matter is great and I agree with it. I, I'm I'm very happy that somebody said the things that he said. I agree 100% with everything that he said. I'm very, very happy that someone like Eminem, who has such a polarized fan base, right? Yeah. Like, and, and such a just a huge, vast fan base, is literally willing to draw a line in the sand and say, right. 
despite the fact that he's not selling anything right now, which is fine. Um, I don't, I don't really care. You don't have to support me. If you stand on the other side of this line, then you're on that side and I'm on this side. Like, That's the only thing he that. said that I cared about. The yeah. rest of the freestyle, yeah. I gave no shits about. But we right. get into that later. I want to get Kalmar's thoughts on it. Sure. I mean, it, it, it took a lot of guts. And yeah. um, in, a, in a selfish way, it was nice to, to, to get that glimpse of Slim Shady. You yeah. know, yeah. like the way he started it kind of shot us back you know back to that era almost 20 years ago awfully hot coffee pie it's like wait a minute oh he's still in there (laughs) yeah um and you know i I felt it was very cohesive it was social commentary which is always welcome right um and i mean he went right at it Mm -hmm. he hit on points that a lot of people i don't know are kind of avoiding if you will maybe it'll give uh the right people the guts to to put action behind their words we know what's going on with the nfl and all that uh, so, I mean, but it's interesting just to, to, to see the aftermath of it. You got mm. criticism from people yeah. who you, you, you'd argue, hey, he's kind of speaking for you. Right. Who, who, who criticized him? People I mean, it's interesting. Him. Like, yeah. you know, people are digging up a, a, a bar or two where, where you might feel that he's dissing black women. So it's like, shut up now because yeah. you diss black women back in the day. Oh, yeah, that's no, right. he had the, oh, old, okay. the old freestyle uh, joint. But, but yo, to, to, to piggyback on one of the points that you had, right? Um, what do y'all think about the fact that Eminem is literally a rapper who got famous from dissing famous people, right? Like, so so is this really Eminem going out on a limb to do this? Or is this actually just Eminem doing what he always did? You know what I mean? So like, if I mean, you look it's at, just the, to me, it's just at, Eminem. Yeah, he, doing, he got, he got at Britney Spears when Britney Spears was big. He got at Christina Aguilera, all the boy bands. He got at them. Now, literally the biggest fish on the pop totem is Donald Trump. Right. So is this really much different than the Eminem we already I feel, don't think so. I feel that it is just in the sense that, you know, that you, you can pick up the emotion. You know, it's like he was out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. that's just, His breath yeah. control was really Definitely. off. It was yeah. off. Like he was really emotional, angry. I mean, I, I didn't know if he was gonna punch one of them silent dudes in the back. Or start, <laughs> Yo, I thought that shit was kind of funny. Or start crying. I mean, there, there's there's yeah. enough to, to find to pick at it. Uh, Yo, but, that that the, the silent dudes thing that you say is also really <laughs> funny because I was talking to some friends about it and I was like, it was kind of funny that he just had like 15 black dudes just solemnly nodding like in the background. And <laughs> I was like, like, I mean, I knew who Royce of Five Nine was, but there right. was all other people that I didn't was, even know. Was, was Joe Budden back like, there? <laughs> no, but I was like, I was like, I kind of wish like he had just got like a more diverse group of nodding Look, guys. I I, like, I wouldn't you know have minded if somebody sneezed. It's just I don't right. know. It was what like, was why are y'all just sitting back, back there looking so serious? Like, like it's Eminem. Like you, yeah. you couldn't He's find the greatest you couldn't find any 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 Latino serious people, Asian serious people, white serious <laughs> people. It was just all black guys, and they were all really serious. But it is <laughs> the gravity of the situation, right? It is Eminem. You know, right, he right, right. there he's for a while he was considered the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. In certain circles. Right. None that I really respected, <laughs> but at the same time, it's still Eminem. Like right, he was right, a huge right. name. Oh yeah, no, it's huge. And he in, in terms of battle rap, mm-hmm. I mean, he probably is one of the greatest. I mean, mm-hmm. he's definitely in my elite tier of battle rap MCs. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is this is definitely his lane. That being said, for me, mm-hmm. it didn't with the exception of the line where he where he the exception of the time where he said, you know, I'm gonna draw the line in the sand. Right. With the exception of that aspect of it, I didn't care about anything of what he said, and the, and uh-huh. the only reason why is just because I don't I don't think it matters. Mm. Like none of this stuff 
matters. Right. You know, when 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 it's, it's just, just like it's but, just like but, on Facebook. It's just like on Facebook uh-huh. when someone you see someone post a really really relevant rant and it's timely and it's smart and it hits all the points and mm-hmm. none of that shit matters because at the end of the day you're not changing any opinions <laughs> of people right. who might disagree it's just gonna and be so liked M&M, by the people that that uh that agree with you and the folks that don't agree with you the algorithm is going to make it so it doesn't even appear exactly. in their facebook time <laughs> exactly and so you know even if you're an eminem fan you might listen to this and be like ah oh, it's bullshit but then for him to come forth and say well you know you know, you're either with Trump yeah. or you're with or you're on this side. That's and real. I don't care if I lose you. I mean, that's real. But the rest of the stuff, I mean, it's not, I don't but, think it's going to change But from the perspective of, right, outside of that, the, from the perspective of it just being a body of work. It was cool. Did you think it was a technically sound verse? Did you think it was dope? It was fine. I think that if it were Eminem in his prime, we would have heard something that was amazing. Yes. It was not amazing to me. Uh-huh. It was fire in my opinion because it was Eminem and because he had emotion and passion yeah. and because he you know put coffee pot in there with Tomahawk <laughs> and Amistock and whatever he's talking about right like right. that's cool but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near his best yeah. verse that was like in that lane right. for me but it was it was cool it was good to see people excited about it what I'm curious uh-huh. on your take though uh-huh. is what we could talk more about his verse if we want to, but what's your take on the feedback? Because I want to say that you have some, I don't know, some negative opinions or some mixed opinions about it or the feedback. Well, just because uh, you, you shared that thing uh, with the YG anthem, right? Right. The, right. The, oh the yeah. FDT anthem. Cool. We can, we can go on that tangent. Uh, first though, I will say, I agree with you. I don't, I, I thought that this was, kind of a mediocre Eminem verse. I, I think it was the middle of the road. I can name, I can right now go off the top with five verses that are way better than, than that from of Eminem. His? Um, of his? Right. Uh, additionally, because I, I was I was a huge Eminem fan when he first came out. Um, and, you know, to, to some degree, I still am uh, because I know that that Eminem still in there somewhere. The, the, the respect um, is right? still there. Like, yeah, you're not going to so lose. He hasn't done respect. anything from it for us to make him like for us to lose respect for him like right. as just a talent but yeah right so he's so he's super talented um the the verse was just all right to me from a lyrical perspective um i also feel as though a lot of the feedback that i heard was people saying yeah well your favorite mc can't do this because he did it a cappella so i just want to say first and foremost we can all discuss this everybody in here has rapped before it's a lot harder to rap some hot shit over a beat than it is acapella. The reason why they do battle rap acapella now is because it gives MCs the flexibility to do all types of theatrics and weird, funny things with their voices and with their cadences. The beat actually gives you rules mm-hmm. that you have to adhere to when you are an MC. That's so. Correct. I'm seeing all these things where people that don't know anything about rap are like, oh, my God, the reason why this is so hot is because he did it with no beat. No, that's not why it's hot. Um, I don't know if y'all had thoughts on that. No, it's a, <laughs> I, I would agree 100 mm. percent, you know, not only with the battle raps, not just about the theatrics. Yeah. But oftentimes they, they say things, they have this build up and then they have the punchline and they pause right. so that the crowd can respond. Exactly. Sometimes you have to process things because they might say some things that might take. They might you know, even a little repeat bit. themselves, you yeah, know, so you just, to make sure you get a it's specific a show. Bar. It's, it's all yeah, showmanship. Exactly. So no, nah, I agree hundred yeah. percent. It is easier to um to rap without the beat and right. battle without the beat than it is to have one. Yeah. Your your thoughts? Wow. Well, I'm I'm wondering if I if I could 
contribute uh, on this particular take because one thing I, I had done about three years ago, I'll mm-hmm. say right around 2014, 2015, was uh, just, n- I just not view comments. Mm. It's just they're not there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because like take take the last comment thread that you saw and picture a person on the street corner saying that. Right. You'd be like, yo, who is this despicable <laughs> piece of shit right here? Like somebody right. lock him up. Like they got <laughs> mental issues. Okay. So it's just if, if that's how you would respond, like on the way to work or on the way home, like, oh, yeah. what the hell's up with this person? <laughs> right. Like I don't want to expose myself to it uh-huh. on the net. I mean, I guess these are valid things, you know. But the difference is, right, on Facebook is you know these people. So you, the, right. per, the despicable person is a guy you met before. A stranger. You know him. You know, you went to school with him, something like that. I mean, you know, <laughs> like my take, honestly, like the, the alternative, right? Okay, so so M dropped this verse. You know, is it good? Has, has he dropped better ones, et cetera? Was everything he said irrelevant, you know, outside of that point? The alternative is him being one of the men who aren't saying anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. that is, you know, an alternative I don't prefer. Uh-huh. This is that, true. That doesn't mean that that you know, you know, there's no, uh, uh, uh you know, perception of like skill set and 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 whatnot. But I, I mm-hmm. guess the I, I'm I'm you know, it's a longer leash mm-hmm. for for lack of a better term. Um, you know. I felt it was uh, I felt it was way well done, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But his the whole breath control that we mentioned, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I was a little bit off. But it's like, yeah, he, like he, he was he was feeling it, and yeah. um, it took balls, I I, I think. Yeah. And, and you know, there were metaphors in there. Um, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, and at at the end of the day, it's like I want to think. I want to be hopeful. I, I guess I just want to kill my own cynicism. Mm. I want to think that he brought awareness. To certain places where they it, it just may not be, mm. and it's like for me that's enough. Uh, so, M, you 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 got a pass from me, man. You good? <laughs> Yo, M M has an eternal pass for me because yeah, I mean you he's know in my first team. Yeah, like he's yeah, he's yeah. he's a legendary MC. I mean, and uh, there was a time frame like I've discussed on this podcast where he was like my favorite, one of my favorite MCs. So like I, I, I you know it's never it's not it's not a takeaway or anything, but. On the on the point about the tangent of of the YG thing, um, it was actually Raskas who I I saw first, um, and you know immediately after the joint, um, who was it? Uh, one of those night hosts. I think it was like John Oliver or one of them dudes came forward and was like, "For twenty six years, I've been contending in my spirit whether or not rap could be something that's political, revolutionary, timely." And Eminem has finally shown me that we can get some positive out of hip hop or something like that. Right? That's John wow. Oliver wouldn't like, say that shit. Okay, well, well, yeah, it definitely wasn't was John. That's, that's oh, my. It was dude. Keith Oberman. It was Keith Oberman. Yeah, uh, I don't like him. Yeah, but yeah. So it was Keith Oberman. I, I, the reason I remember that is because immediately when I read it, a J Cole bar popped in my head. He said, "I get on the mic and I'm politicking like Keith Oberman." And so in my mind, I'm like, you've even been mentioned in in bars from political MCs. Government is a dick, and you like and you say yeah. this, but anyway. So he's like, for the first time in 26 years, hip hop was political and timely, ridiculous. So Raskas immediately, you know, claps back, and he's like, he or one of his fans or something like they like post a link to like a Raskas song that's talking about Donald Trump, and they're like, yo, like 
Cat's been doing this for years. Like right. this isn't something new, mm-hmm. you know. And all these like luminary voices of of media are all popping up saying this is excellent. We didn't know rap could do this. We didn't know rap could do this. And it's like ignorance. Your rap has been doing this for Forever. a long time. Now, we um actually I think me and Outlaw had this conversation on Facebook and not on the podcast. But um we did we did like this thing. I had this survey going around and and it was. What's your guilty pleasure? Like your hip hop guilty pleasure? Who's somebody you like that people wouldn't think that you like and you probably wouldn't admit it, right? right. YG was mine. Okay. So just and and the explanation to that is, you know, YG I thought is Young just, Thug was yours. No, I I appreciate Thug, but I don't I don't really like him. Like like I actually don't listen to like a lot of his music. He has like some songs I, I feel. Thug, 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 but yeah, I, I'm seeing Thug. through it too. I'm fucks with Thugger. I'm fucks with Thugger. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's cool. He's cool. Thug I, and I, and I wouldn't I wouldn't brag about being being cool with Young Thug. So that's true. But YG, yeah. I actually like. Like I listen to his mm-hmm. albums. You know, I have his albums. You see, I have a picture of YG as my freaking joint right here. So mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, I'm a fan of YG. Um. YG put out this Don, Fuck Donald Trump FDT song uh, a year and some change ago. Um, he clicked up with Nipsey. Uh, Nipsey's a very fam- Nipsey Hustle is a very famous, you know, Crip MC. He's a very famous Blood MC. So that in and of itself is, is very relevant um, for LA. They came together, they shut down two or three city blocks in LA, and they recorded a music video where they invited all their fans to come out and say how they felt about Donald Trump. Um, and it was so bad that the police came in and shut the whole thing down and sent everybody home. And they got all that on video. Uh, the the video was was groundbreaking, in my opinion, just from the perspective of um, I think it's interesting how we've removed labels and we've removed media to a point where we can where we as artists can can reach out and touch our fans. And this okay. was a specific example of them creating a song that had social commentary and seeing immediately what the impact of that social commentary was by allowing all of the fans to also be a part of that political moment that they try to create as a In song. In what respect? Can you give me another example of No, of no, 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 no. How uh, were the fans a part of it? Just being in the video? The fans all came together and were in the video. They said, they announced on their social media, hey, we're going to shoot this video. We want you guys to all come tell us how you feel about Donald Trump. Okay, when I saw the video, I didn't see there anyone vocalizing their opinions about There's Donald another Trump. video on the internet of them, the making of that music video. And, how and long they, is that? they interview people, etc. How long is the uh, making of it? I don't know it? how long it is. I've seen it a long time But ago. I mean, is it like it 15 a, minutes? It was over a year ago. <clears throat> Was it like 30 minutes, an hour? Maybe like 20 minutes, something like that. Um, okay. But I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't like YG. Maybe you're angry because no, no, you no, don't no, want no, people no. to have social commentary. No, but I think that my, that's important. I'm challenging the idea that it was a big deal. That's what I'm challenging. Because so, I didn't even so why hear was about it, this. why was it not a big deal? I didn't even hear about the track until you posted it in response to what we saw from Eminem. Okay. And you posted it in response to the idea that like, hey, YG had this anthem a year ago. No one's talking about it. Or no, okay. you actually shared... A, whatever a story, article. yeah, there was yeah. an article about it. And my thing was, and the, you were, I think you want, you sent me like a picture, uh, like a text message conversation between you and someone who mm-hmm. she was saying like, well, I never even heard of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like that's a valid thing for her to say. That's fair. It's, but it's but like what I'm saying is- People haven't heard of it. No, 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 no. So, so I have no problem with people not, not hearing of things. That's mm-hmm. fine. What I do have a problem with is people who have this plat- platitude that says, look, if I haven't heard of it, it's not relevant. If the BET Awards didn't tell me about it, it's not relevant. If X media source did not tell me about this, this is not a relevant music. Yeah, but that's thing. the world and, we live in now. 
I guess it is. But as an artist, especially like, you know, I think that it, it would definitely resonate with me. Right. Because it's mm -hmm. like especially when you have this message where, where it's like, yo, good music comes to the top. People claim they want to hear good music. They want to know about good music. You tell them, hey, this is some good music. And they say, well, BET didn't tell me about it. It's like, OK, well, do you want to hear about good music or do you want to hear what BET has to tell you? So that's the reason why I think I took that position on on, on this specifically. And this is super tangential because we're not even talking about the Eminem thing anymore. But um, but yeah, like specifically with YG, people came at me when I posted that article, which was funny because I just posted it from the perspective of yeah, yeah this is true. He did put this out a year. You ago. didn't even really. But I didn't. Po I didn't give a comment. There wasn't like, a strong opinion I'm on so it. It was mad just like that YG exactly. because because exactly. I think I think that he actually it was kind of he didn't need to say what he said, right? He's like, oh, I said this a year ago and I didn't get the attention. Well, you're not Eminem. Exactly. You're exactly. not white. You weren't on BET. You know what I mean? Right, like, there's, right, there's right, plenty right, of right, reasons right. why you didn't get the same attention, right? And and it, it makes perfect sense. If you have a brain, you understand that. But the backlash of people, like, why are you posting this irrelevant guy that's mad, was where I was upset because that's people, fair. people that's were saying, fair. people were saying, well, well we, we don't know this guy. Why is he relevant? And I'm saying because he signed to the biggest rap label in the world, right? He signed to Def Jam, which is Vivendi Universal, which is the biggest record label in the world. He, he he came together, he shut down multiple blocks in Los Angeles, which I couldn't do if I wanted to shoot a music video, um, and brought out half of LA to come and say what they thought about Donald Trump to 7.5 million viewers, um, which with a joint a joint deal between um, World Star Hip Hop and Def Jam to release his his music video, which they also have now placed on on YouTube and has tons and tons of views. You, so it's like you know the sad thing is 7.5 million views isn't like it's not doing it, man. Yeah, but that's unfortunate. Right? That, that's right? what I'm saying, I'm saying and, that's that, a crazy one, thing, right? And yeah. two, um, why do we need to know how many views it is to make it relevant? Well, if, it, if it's something that's if it's something that is good music right to the point that it's gotten the attention of these labels that we're claiming are, are important enough to to be the gatekeepers as to what we're going to listen to and what we're not going to listen to so this guy essentially has the, the, the numbers matter the numbers definitely matter v viewership that that equates to so so what money. you're saying is you're not going to listen to if led zeppelin no, puts but, out a puts out a a new video you're not going to watch it unless it has 7.5 million views. no but it's also led zeppelin right Okay, like, if it's not Led Zeppelin, let's say it's first let's of all. First of all, he's saying Led Zeppelin because I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin T-shirt. Right. right, but the it. So if it's some group I've never heard of, mm -hmm. then I guess I'll listen to it. However, I manage to listen to it, like, right. I mean, so are, are you? The, but but the, what, the what, what you're views, saying is the views matter, right? No, and what I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm is, saying the views matter to in a certain context, right? Like. Mm -hmm. For people like you and me, no, those things don't matter. But right. for some people, you and I do have conversations about record sales mm -hmm. um, and viewerships and, and money. And we do have those conversations. And I mm -hmm. think that there are a lot of conversations where the views matter. Like, I don't think it's ir irrelevant. I think that the, a lot of the problem of where we are in hip hop has come to a point where, um, and, and it really started, honestly, you know, it's, it's funny cause I love 50, but I think 50 really perpetuated this. Um, well, what was the first week numbers? What was the first week sales? And that really, really became a thing. And it's funny because he lived by it and then he died by it because he challenged Kanye West saying, okay, what's up with these first week sales? Kanye killed him with graduation and his career really hasn't been been what it was since because he lived and died by the numbers. 
I don't give a fuck about the numbers because That's I tell cool. you what, there's cat videos that have 8 million views. <laughs> so fuck cats and fuck motherfuckers who only want to watch shit just because somebody else told them it was hot. That's how I feel. <sighs> so when you come to me with the argument to tell me that somebody's not relevant because they don't have 8 million views, they have 7.5 million views, I say you are a sheep and no, you fair. need to and, be and able not, to develop your own that's opinion. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> so anyway, I do feel passionately about it because I put music <laughs> out too. So whatever. Anyway, that's how I felt about it. I posted the YG um, joint, and it it's funny because cool. I it's, actually it's a, had I had the homie who I think actually knows YG. Um, he came on and he was like, "Yo, I, I kind of feel like this is some sucker shit that like he posted this. Why does he care about you know?" how much attention he got versus how much attention Eminem got. And I don't know if you saw, but we had like a whole back and forth about it. And I was like, I think we need to build awareness for stuff like this in terms of our platforms, you know, the platforms that we have, people say BT is not relevant. You know, BT was sold to white people. It's owned by Viacom. And then I'm in the same breath, people will say, well, BT didn't tell me about it. So it's not relevant. So which Are those is the same people saying those things though. Yeah. That's so, a problem. So I so the, the the girl that I had the conversation with is is a hardcore Facebook revolutionary writer and is constantly talking about erasure and what we what I call Elvising, right? Which is like yeah, uh, you that's know, what I was like, I was people, like what's the con- context yeah. for this? Like, I didn't understand what that so, was. So from. I call it Elvising where it's like, you know, somebody's been doing something for years and then all of a sudden a white person comes around and yep. they do it and then everybody's like, Oh, he invented this. Right, like like right. white people invented dreadlocks recently on on the on the red carpet of of some fashion week. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, dog, it's everything. It's uh, what, what was the, the other drink? Do rags? Do rags is, is called something else. Yeah, cornrows is called something now. I don't know. Yeah, all that is Elvising to me. So I yeah. feel like essentially we're allowing our culture to be Elvis in that way. I'm loving this podcast, man. You guys, <laughs> you guys get heavy quick and unapologetically. <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, it's sticky subjects. Like, right. you know, in terms of sales, views, uh, all of that stuff, uh, you know, is irrelevant. Well, I mean, what metrics should we use? So mm-hmm. I guess it has some sort of relevancy. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, should it dictate? You know, I guess not. Mm-hmm. However, why were people talking about boycotting the NFL? Well, less viewership mm-hmm. means less money. Yeah. That'll affect change. So, I mean, in a sense, it, it is relevant, which kind of harkens back to Eminem. I like how I'm going full circle with it. <laughs> That's why I. it's hard to view that as something irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, it, it's yeah. not the same as a Facebook post, no matter how well constructed. I don't think it will do nothing. Um, like you know, what what are some of the things you think it could do? I mean, they talking about it on CNN and Fox News. Yeah, all right. The, the CNN discussion that I don't care about. The Fox News that's more interesting to me. I didn't, I didn't see the Fox. News see, one, I, I'm sure they're talking about. I, it. I'm, I'm like, I'm one of these people where it's like, you know, even if somebody's gonna fake on me, or or like, you know, it could be a boss, it could be a supervisor, but this is how you manage out and up. It's like make them look at you and say no to you. Don't let them off the hook with no sucker, uh, like, you know, excuse or or like somewhere through the grapevine. It's like hold them accountable to their refusal of whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people. So Mm -hmm. Fox News having to sit down and and prep before the show and come up with, you know, the (laughs) the way they're going to spin it. Right, right. Make them do that. You know, so so that in and of itself, like to me, is Mm -hmm. is enough. Now, I, I want to go back and watch this Fox News segment. Yeah, that, I didn't know that they did, that but I'm sure they did. And and you're right. You're right. To some degree, it definitely does. Um, 
However, Fox News has been vilifying and demonizing Eminem his entire career. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's not it's not even much of a spin for them, right? Like it's like a uh, rapper who has rape bars and talks about how much he hates his mother and wants to kill his girlfriend says he stands with Colin Kaepernick. Like, right? Yeah. Like it's just, it's yeah. perfect for- And they're all going to do <laughs> the smug laugh and shake their head and, right, and, and right, the brush right. off, but make them do it. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, I because you. That's dope. The, the, the guy behind the camera- you know, it's like they know that this that that there's people feeling it. Yeah. Um. But but it's kind of quiet. And and what I love is that all of their nieces, nephews, children, and grandchildren are fully fully on it. Yeah. So it's like make them spin it. You know, yeah. I I I get satisfaction out of that. If you're gonna uh, be a sucker, I'm. We're not gonna respectful. all be you know in silent agreement that we will allow you to be that. Right. Use your words and 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 you know. You go out, you know, go out like an adult. You you a sucker. And we yeah. can move on, you yeah. know, to the next uh, topic. But, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, I'll be honest. I, I didn't have full awareness of the YG thing either. Uh -huh. That doesn't mean it's relevant. It's yeah. very relevant, See, especially feel, to the right? L.A. market. Uh -huh. um, but, I mean, you know, there are metrics, you know, that are that are used. And shout out yeah. to the kitten lovers, by the way. You know, I think you went... <laughs> hard to the the, the yeah i wasn't trying to go nuclear on them but i will yeah. say i will say for me right you know there's three perspectives that i respect in this case right so yg's presented to you we're gonna, we're gonna go back to yg for a second yg's presented to you i'll I post this joint up oh this this guy yg he, he put out a and quote unquote yink is calling it an anthem you know uh on his song so perspective one i don't care right that's fine. I mean, you, you can't care about everything. There's just so much shit out there There's on the internet. You can't There's care about everything, right? I don't care. That's that's respectable. Perspective two. Wow, I didn't know about this. Let me check it out. That was mine. You know what I mean? That's where I came in. Perspective number three. Yeah, I've heard this before. And there's an A and B. Yeah, I've heard this before. A, th th you're right. This is dope. Or B, I've heard this before. And, yo, this shit's actually wacky. Like, you know what I'm saying? And actually, Brian Fernandes, who, who listens to our podcast sometimes, uh, he took perspective B, right? He said, yo, Yink, you know, he's also a Knicks fan. So it's like, you, you got to feel sorry for folks sometimes. Like, you know, when you have that type of outlook on life. This is tough you know, coming from um, a Bulls fan. Y'all going to have a good season? It's difficult. Hey, I think we might have a better season than the Knicks. Funny enough. But anyway. Hey, you're not starting um, Roman Sessions at point guard. <laughs> So, so my 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 brethren that's a Knicks fan, you know, rest in peace to the Knicks. Um, you know, he 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 said, look, this is whack, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, what's whack about it, you know? He's like, well, Nipsey's verse was way better than YG's. I'm like, yeah, it was, because Nipsey's better than YG. <laughs> like, yeah, well, this is, this, I, I don't know, it it nobody cared about this. Okay, yeah, I guess nobody did. Obviously, like you know, you know, but. At least he listened to it and he had a perspective on it. We can go back and forth about whether we agree can or we can agree question? to disagree about that. So mm -hmm. uh, just out of curiosity, it, was there ever a point where, you know, because opening the show, you, you mentioned, hey, you know, it's kind of Eminem shtick. So, like, was it sincere or was it just him doing more doing Eminem that. and staying yeah. relevant? Did you ever have that suspicion with YG? That's a good point. Um. I would have if I, I, you know, I actually would really follow like a lot. I followed this whole song like before it even was a song when they kind of were talking about it. And so he talked about his motivations behind it. And um, so I didn't think that. But one of the things I did think, which uh, when they talked about their motivations behind it, YG talked about how he and Nipsey um, 
have a lot of really thoughtful conversations. But because of the fact that they're both gangbangers, people just assume that they're just both like really ignorant hardheads. But when they talk to each other, that's what they talk about a lot. I follow Nipsey pretty closely. Nipsey talks about a lot more political stuff. But YG, most of his shit is just ignorant gangster shit. So there may have been some motivation there just from the perspective of, hey, maybe I can make a politically relevant song when people wouldn't expect it. It'd be like a curveball for for my lane. That's kind of true. And I, I mean, you know, when I really think about it from that perspective, but but the same with M, right? I don't think that M's, I don't think that there was a, I would say a, a, a capitalism motivation behind M. I'm just saying, is it really wildly different than what we've already seen from him? I don't think it's wildly different. I think it's yeah. in line. It makes sense. But going going back to the, the YG thing, though. <laughs> well, you know, Y'all he's not even, the, a bunch of people did stuff like this. I mean, try call Quest. Yeah. Had Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they had they had a song called The Donald, but then they also had We the People. And that's why I think that him being like, yo, I put this out, I said this before is unnecessary. And that's exactly I'm gonna it's just like Yeah. You're not the only one. I just I just really like that song, right? And so like I I posted it because cause 'cause I was like, Yeah, he did he did say that a year ago. Do I think he should have said that he said it? No. I Um, also don't think it's anthem material. Period. It's anthem to me. That's fine. I don't, and I don't and see it's it wild because when he does it, um, so actually they just showed. A lot of people don't know this, but the, after he did the song, the song actually did really well from a grassroots perspective. So Def Jam greenlit him to do a remix, and he went and got G Easy, who was a, a a white rapper from the Bay, and then they got Macklemore. So there's a remix with the two of the most quote unquote relevant white I know white rappers. I'm I'm grimacing right now. So they so they did this remix right, and they showed Macklemore did a show, um, like maybe the week the in the days after the Eminem joint, and he performed that record. So I mean, you know, you talk about you talk about like Eminem getting his point in front of other people, right? Now, Macklemore has an audience that probably has never fucking heard of YG in their whole life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now Macklemore's performing that for his audience. So, again, you know, you talk about the and ripples. That's the beauty of collaboration. Of yeah, of, of different folks. Like, while we all eye-rolled, I don't, I don't even think I listened to the to the remix because I was just like, this is yeah. terrible. No. Like, Look, I, I, I might be wrong, but, uh, and I apologize to Macklemore and all his fans right now, but but like his whole, the, the song about gays and, you know... <laughs> He thought he was gay because he kissed his best friend and, or something like and that. And like, you know, the video and all that. Uh-huh. To me, that was just a hundred percent just capital. Yeah. Capitalism. Uh, but I might be super wrong on that. I it think just you're wrong about Macklemore, man. And I'm gonna be honest, I I'm I, I'm saying this as somebody who's not his fan. Okay. Um I don't think the, there's any Macklemore fans all in the it, room. Yeah. All the interviews <laughs> that I've like like read and stuff like that, even the thing where he was like he supposedly texted Kendrick and said, you should have won this award. And then he screenshotted it and he posted it up yeah. and it looked really like yeah. you're taking yeah. advantage of this moment. Yeah. I think he's just really corny, but I think he means well. Like I, like I, I feel like based on everything I've seen, he means well. Like, I don't think he's think so. Yeah. I, I think he means well. Okay. I have to question that. And the reason why uh-huh. is because how many times I do we right, have, I yeah. mean, I hope you're right too, but how many times do we have like political commentators that, say off the wall ridiculous shit that mm-hmm. they mean well but they're so unaware of what they're saying or the you know the real context of what they're talking but about. i don't think he's ever said anything that was offensive i think no, we just I mean, we're offended by or hypersensitive to what he's doing because he's a I, white guy making a shit ton fair. of money and black music. there is some definitely some hypersensitivity there right. but 
just because you're well-intentioned, I don't think you always get a pass for that. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, well, he was well-intentioned, but you still are doing stupid shit. Yeah, it's like, it, exactly. I think that's a good way to put it, right? It's like, it's stupid shit, but it's harmless stupid shit, right? Like, it's like, he takes a yeah, screenshot of this text this message harmless, that he sends yeah. to Kendrick. It's like, it's like, why did you do this? Like, you know what I mean? And then he's like, well, Kendrick should have won my award. Okay, we we all know that. Then just text but Just him. say that. Yeah, text that's him I mean. and it's we don't like, need to see a screenshot I don't mind. I don't mind him making money. I think he should continue to do it. So oh, right. it's like, you know, and, and I'm not getting defensive. I'm, I'm being honest. It's like, it's I'm not hating, Yeah. you know? I don't mind white people making money. I'm I'm actually somewhat of an apologist for the culture vulturing mm -hmm. that, that you had mentioned before. Yeah, I've never minded like you know a white dude from Britain who is taking black rhythm, right. you know, rock and roll. If 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 you know how, what to do with it, right, right. It's I like yo, I'm a fan of yours, and yep. please keep making more of it. Yep. I don't want to you know quiet you. Like with Macklemore, you know, it, it's it, and granted, I could be more fair. And mm -hmm. get more familiar with his entire repertoire, because mm -hmm. I, I don't know it all. Um, mm -hmm. But all these moments are just, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like this. I don't know. It, it's not the most sincere type of uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Just isn't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's, oh. it's, it's not see through. It's just like you cornball. Why would you screenshot? I yeah, mean, how did corny. Kendrick feel? That was corny. He I, got a text and then later on the internet. He didn't put it on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I, I think that's corny. But but I, again, so I, I will say when you're corny, you do corny things. Like, you know, and, I, and I'm not trying to disrespect you, Mac Lamore, if you're listening, which you're probably not. Um, but, you know, I just think that that's him. Like, I, like I, I don't think he, I, I don't think that there's any malice in it. And I don't think he was trying to make money or anything off of sending that screenshot and i, I don't think, think there's anything wrong with, with was, doing stuff to make money because that's yeah. that's 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 why you're doing what you're doing because he's he's also done stuff like and they talk we're, we're talking about art though right i yeah. mean yes and no like akon or just be like yo straight up I, i'll just collab with anybody no but i mean <laughs> what, what i'm saying is that's the whole point that it'll make money right. no but i'm, I'm but but we talk about making money we're talking about like as an artist right right like uh, yeah as an artist like okay. I, I mean it's there's, like there's some folks who do whatever to make money that is really harmful to other people that's not what you're talking about yeah no no i'm sorry i'm that. sorry yeah yeah I do there's gonna be some that. there's gonna be some some listeners says hey you can't just do anything to make money <laughs> no i appreciate right. i appreciate right. you clarifying cool, that cool, for cool. me i, I do right. mean I'm, i do mean an artist and even that is an oxymoron, you know, like like yeah. like like you know, art or music business or art and commercial, mm -hmm. anything. It's like how do you combine the two? Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I mean. It's like nobody goes into any project like completely dismissing the money making side. Right, no, of course not. You and can't. I'm, you sh as an artist, you should absolutely be trying to make money. Sure. So that's why you know it's not too big of a knock to say Macklemore. That was a great time to come out with a song that supposedly means the world to you about homosexuals being treated equal, and now it's the anthem that you want the whole movement. To I tell adopt. you what, though, I it's like, like that makes a lot of sense. But it's like, do I have to stand up and applaud? Nah, it's just like based come on, on what like, I've seen, though. I think he really he really cares about homosexuals. Like like okay. like you I should. think I Maybe think again I think I think Macklemore's corny, right? And and so and and you know, so ride this tangent with me, right? <laughs> I think he's a corny guy. Now, with me, when I make music, I may think something, but I don't go like like I may think um for example that YG and all these other folks said stuff about Donald Trump first. 
I don't go, okay, how can I turn this into a song? It'd be really cool if I said this. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, sure. it's just a thought that I have. But like, I, I think I try to make music a little more organically. Like if I'm inspired to write music about something specific, I will, but I don't just like have a thought and then make it into a song. Now, some people's writing process is different. You know what I mean? And you listen to his songs. He has some really intentional sounding songs. You know what I mean? Is he doing it because, you know, from a commercial perspective, you know, the gay rights movement has a whole lot of, of capital and a lot of backing. And they're really, you know, there's a real surgence for the LGBT community. Like, is he is he saying, all right, let me let me capitalize on this? Or is he like, yeah, I agree with their movement. This one time I kissed my best friend in first grade. Let me write this <laughs> shit into us. I mean. If you corny, like you probably gonna write some shit like that. Right. I don't know. You hey, know, I, I, I think defer. You just... I defer. <laughs> I don't know, man. So I, I don't know. Just everything I've seen in Macklemore, I think he's actually sincere. Do I think he's dope? No. Is he sincere? Like he seems like he really means the things that he's saying and like like what he's about. I think he is sincere. Now. G Easy, that's a whole nother conversation for me. We don't have to have. I'm not that. even all that familiar with G Easy. Like I don't know his catalog. I know who you he should. is. All right, You're not missing anything. Um, just in terms of the, the culture vulture thing that we were talking about, though, right. uh, you know, those British musicians you're, you're referring to, they gave love to that's true, black too. Ro- Absolutely. Rock and roll but artists. so did Macklemore. Okay, maybe he so, did. So Macklemore has actually, um, but, but that, but, he's gone well, back and done songs with like Melly Mel and like all these like hip hop luminaries who have come out and done interviews cool. since and said, it's crazy that we're in a culture where we are the pioneers of the culture and people who are making money off the culture that are black are not reaching out to us to try to, to try to yeah, show to love. Pioneers, but yeah. some white guy from Seattle is, is reaching out to us. No, to and try and, to and, pay and that's us. cool. Right. What I was going to say though, is um, the, the issue though, when we, cause we were talking about, you know, cornrows, like you said, white yeah. folks have a name for dreads or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Do rags, dreads. And so, so are they renaming these things? What are they yeah, doing? Yeah, they're like renaming them and coming out with them as like new fashion trends. See, and that that to me is definitely a problem. Right. Especially Elvis when thing. all these things, you know, black people were getting criticized for them. Right. White people do it. And then it's hot. It's hot and then they yeah. get credit for it. Yep. Like I remember when uh, Timberland Boots started coming back in the style. Mm-hmm. And then like white folks were getting credit for that shit. And we're like, wait, what? Did y'all miss the entire 90s? Right. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. Ky- Kylie Jenner can have exactly. her Kendall, whatever, whatever the yeah, I don't one, know. one of them I, I don't can know. like cornrow their hair, and all of a sudden it's hot. Right. But you know, but there's kids that the, can't the, go the to Rutgers, school. There's the Ru- kids, right? They exactly. Can't go the Rutgers basketball team does it, and then a bunch of hood rats. Right. Like, are you serious? Right, right. Exactly. So, so that's the Elvising that I'm talking yeah. about. Um, but do we want to go back to the ciphers? I mean, so we can I think talk about the I think we've talked a little bit more. pretty exhaustively about the M the M Trump joint. We can we can get into it briefly. Uh, we listened to a couple of ciphers before the episode. YG baby. Yeah. The uh, the only ones that I, the only verses I was really feeling were um, the one from my son and uh-huh. the joint from uh, La Kelly Forty Seven. Yeah, so yeah. L- that that to me was a was a pleasant surprise. I've I've never heard of La Kelly Forty Seven, and, she, and uh, part of my ignorance, but I'm gonna do my research. She got some joints. Uh, one of she my homegirls put me on like a couple of weeks ago. She's okay. like, oh, you gotta listen to this. And I Listen to it, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm feeling it. Yeah. And then I listened to a couple more. I was like, okay, I'm feeling this as well. Yeah. And then I tried to find out information. I don't even think she has a Wikipedia page, so I'm not sure what material. She's not relevant then, dog. You shouldn't listen. <laughs> I mean, if you ain't got a wiki, you ain't got a wiki page. It is a little, it's a little difficult. Oh, but we no, check her she, out. she uh, fired. Seven out. million views. <laughs> right. So she only has six point nine million views, dog. She's not they relevant. But uh, I'm not sure 
where you can go to like find all of her music like uh -huh. that's that's the thing that i like wiki yeah, for because it lets yeah, me know yeah. like all her mixtapes so right, i don't know right. about all that stuff but the stuff that i have listened to i enjoyed and i like mm -hmm. any artist who like covers their face i'm actually uh -huh. a fan of that just because i think that you should be able to walk down the street and not get yeah, harassed yeah. i think her name is sia or saya the one who has like the the white platinum oh yeah 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 she yeah. does that too so i think that's a real smart too. thing to do so the yeah, kelly 47 and, uh, and daft punk that. of course right 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 right, right. so this, yeah this i thought i thought that was dope and and additionally to to talk about her attire she had the norfolk state on you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, i mean yeah. i'm not from va but i live here so i i, I try to run for, for va va colleges town cities so and that was dope. HBCU, so you always and it's an HBCU, yeah. So that was dope that she had the Norfolk State on, and she just had bars, dog. Like yeah. I was like, wow. Um, I was impressed by her. Um, and then just to briefly speak on Rhapsody, which I try not to because I'm not the biggest fan. Um, yeah, I don't you know, either. I just the the whole doing the down to the mannerisms, <laughs> you know, parroting Kendrick Lamar style, it really, really bothers me. And like I tried to listen to the album. Um, there were definitely joints I was feeling. Same deal though. Like I was like, oh, this is this is this song by Kendrick. This is this song by Kendrick. I, I've given the same uh, criticism to Logic, who I think is a really really dope MC. Um, but like, don't have songs where your song I can literally put "We Gonna Be Alright" next to it, and it's like the exact same cadence. Production almost sounds the same. Like, like don't ha don't just completely parrot somebody's style. It really bothers me. In the '90s, you would get punched in your fucking face for it. And now I realize it's okay for people to like, you know, there's a lot of people that sound just like Kendrick now. So I, I get that that's a cool, kind of a cool thing now, but it just bothers me personally. So. What did you think about the other women in the FMC cipher? Lakelly. This, this question goes for both of y'all. Lakelly 47 was, there was, was there dope. Lakelly 47, there was Rhapsody, there was Cash Doll, and there was some other woman, I forget her name. It doesn't matter, but the, she was the one who had the uh, the flower, uh, the colorful Kuji. Oh dress yeah, the, the, the girl Kuji from Florida. I thought the dress was dope. Um, Pause. What would you think about? <laughs> I mean, I, I know, right? <laughs> would you would you think about that? Though? I know because uh, I'm, you know, we're supposed to be promoting um, things like that, and you know, the first time you and I saw it was when we were watching it, you know, pre-show. Yep. It was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know they had a FMC cipher. That's a good point, right? Like, all these other ciphers got posted. We saw all this stuff about it. I even saw the joint with Fat Joe and Belly, which I was showing y'all. I guess Sahai was in it, so that ma it matters. But um, I'm mad that I didn't know about this because Kelly 47 to me was the best verse that I heard. Like, I mean, maybe, you know, my song. My, my, my song gets it, gets it for me. So, but um, but uh, I, And I was super impressed also because I, I hadn't heard of her. So I'm I'm I am a little mad that like that joint didn't get a little bit more light. Do do your what are your women friends saying? Like you should, I mean I don't know. Nobody said anything to me, you but should, you but should I, get on them. About but I that. will say most people who know me know how I feel about Rhapsody, so they probably didn't mention it to me. <laughs> Female yeah. MCs, are, I don't know, man. It's always been like a, a slippery thing, in, in the sense that the the ones who are ill, the ones who rhyme you know can go bar for bar with any male mc type of mm -hmm. thing they just i don't know they get no play and i don't know why that is yeah, yeah. it's a hard i've, I've know, I, it's easy to just say like uh you know it's a male patriarchy or whatever mm -hmm. and i'm sure that definitely has something to do with it dude but, i need i think we need to bring a woman on and actually have a full episode about this we could do uh, that. but we could do but that. i i uh, totally what's, what's agree with you 
Um, I don't know. I have to talk to her about. It. I don't know if she's would want to be the person to have this conversation. But uh, I mean, but, she's all she's all up on that, you know, dip set. So yeah, maybe she's not the best one. But Uh-oh. you, but you look at uh, you look at the Notorious movie, which we've also talked about how terrible mm-hmm. that movie is. Uh-huh. Uh, but the part where Biggie is telling Kim like, "Yo, you should rhyme," you know, whatever, whatever, and she's she's writing rhymes, and he's like, "Nah." You know, men want to hear you say all this sexual shit, blah, 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 right? So it's almost like, it, it, it for women, it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? right? We want them to have all the bars so they can compete with, you know, Nas and Big Pun. But then at the same time, we don't really want to hear the bars because we want them to be sexy. Like, it's like, right. it's difficult because for men, they don't have to worry about that. You could be fat, ugly, whatever, and have all the bars, and that's all we really care about. I mean, right? when it comes to the female MCs with bars, it's like you know, Rod Digger used to have a really good reputation. Used to love Rod yeah, yeah. Some, everybody used to mess with Rod Digger. Rod Digger. Uh, and then like the other ones, way too sexualized. I mean, Kim was one, and she probably influenced some of the. Yeah, uh, Kim and Fox. Yeah, yeah, Kim and Fox. Uh, you know, even though Fox, man, she, she was a beast with it too. Yeah, it I, 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 a lot of people view, I guess, Eve as one of the more successful. Mm. Eve was I. That's true. He was, he was, MC. he was nice. Um, Missy, I guess, is a oh, female. Yeah. MC, we, but we, that's we approve lane. of of Missy Elliott for sure. Yeah. All right, and I, obviously Lauryn Hill. Yeah, and I then mean, and Lauryn Hill. Lauren, I was, I was, yeah, you got left eyes. Building well. up to Lauryn Hill type right, of thing. Right, um, right. but it's like. Those are exceptions. It, yeah. it, like for the most part, I mean, going back to the cipher, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I my song killed it for me, in my opinion. Yeah. My song killed it. And then out of the four uh females, you know, sure. I I, I don't think any one of them was was were lame or whack. Um, anytime uh, there's Cash a cipher, all. it's like Cash all was pretty bad. She was pretty poor. True. <laughs> she was what you're yeah. hoping to see is like, okay, just this combo of skills and style. I mean, yeah. that's what I look for in right. any yeah. in any MC. And it's like some of them don't have the skills, but they more than overcome with style. Mm-hmm. Like you know, ODB, Nori. I mean, there's a list of people that you're not arguing they're the greatest of all time, but just in style, that's them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you look for. And and. It is hard for a female MC. I imagine it's hard for a female it's MC because be. it, it's it's either too much on the sexy shit or mm-hmm. or they just you know bar after bar, but they kind of lose themselves in just you know trying yeah, to. Yeah, you even look, you even look at Rod Digger, right? Who's somebody we're talking about? Who's up there? I mean, even to be pulled up to the platform of being on the Fuji's album, which is a classic album, right? Like she's she's somebody who has all the stripes that you need to have as an MC, right? But she he, when she. That. When she, she was bad. out, yeah. it was like, yo, what y'all think of Rod Digger? She bad? Yo, she too rough, dog. She too... Di-. You know what I mean? Maybe. So I, like, I was a big fan of Rod Digger just as an yeah. MC. Oh, I don't like day. her voice, dog. Oh, you know, yeah, I her mean... voice is good. So, I mean, I think, you know, th- to some degree, we we have almost extra extra paces that we put female MCs through that we may not necessarily what's, put male what's, MCs what's, through. What's crazy for me is when you have the women trying to sound like the men like both in terms of mm. you know manipulating their voice to sound like extra hard mm. and then mm-hmm. talking about like hard shit Ooh. and maybe they can <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. what do you mean what's that it's all about young ma dog young ma oh i'm you know not even song? i'm not even familiar with young ma i'm just uh, i know who she is but we I call her heavenly uh, i mean yeah joy, like man. just that you misogynistic uh right, right. stuff like you know your shorty gave me head it's like what? She, so she, she she deep throat and it's a woman saying yeah, she deep throat. Saying it. I mean, like, 
Wow. But I'm, the wild shit I'm about it is, right me, and, me and Outlaw have talked about it. It's so funny that we're going, we're going way off the, off the, the path. Fine, this, but, but, I'm it. it's okay. but I'm loving it. But I'm loving it. So we talked about how like, um, how you have to say shocking things, but like almost everything's been said already, right? Like yeah. NWA already did all the cursing ever. So you, you can curse if you want. I, yeah, I'm not shocked, right? But like, I think that was something that they were able to give us where people were like, oh snap, like it's a chick. She got bars. But then she's talking about like getting head and all this other stuff that you would normally hear from a dude. But it's like she's a woman. But then it's like, oh, but, you know, she's lesbian. So so it makes sense. And then it's like, oh, so then everybody was yeah. like intrigued by it. Like, I think people were so intrigued by it that there was a novelty factor. But now you look at Young M.A., she's still putting stuff out. But I don't even think that the attention is there anymore because it's like, OK, well, we've seen it now. Yeah. E- either way, it just it just it's just. I guess it's noticeable to me. That's the best way mm-hmm. for me to say it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that these women wouldn't talk about this stuff mm-hmm. if they didn't listen to men, to, to, to hip hop and, mm-hmm. you know, that comes from male artists. Maybe they would still rap about these things. It just seems like, I mean, it's almost, I accept it when I hear from a man, but it doesn't necessarily mean like that it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, I'm just used to it, right? Yeah, and so yeah, then I when, I, when I hear, I when I hear so, so. women rappers, Yep. Rap the same way. It's just like, all right, are you doing this because you think this is how you're supposed to sound? Like, yeah, right. I would almost like want to hear something fresh and original. Like, I don't necessarily know yeah. what that that sounds like. I mean, that's on you to do that. It's but. weird though, right? Because it's heteronormative in yeah. that, like, like you know, I listen to I listen to a lot of people talk about dumb shit, right? Like, for example, Fabulous. Fabulous came out. I was a big fan. He rapped about getting head on every single song, right? Dude, there's no one and, who could talk about getting head like, better than Fed, right? And it was just <laughs> like it just kind of went off my shoulder. I didn't really think about it, right? But then when I'm listening to a female MC and she going in about how she's getting head. Like, I, I get uncomfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, well, uh, yeah, you know, all right, I'm going to just turn this off or I'm going to turn to the next joint. And mm-hmm. it's funny. Um, What's the dude? The dude from um Lord Jamar from uh, oh, Brand yeah. Nubian. Mm-hmm. You know how he keeps doing all these DJ Vlad interviews yeah, and saying all this and pissing people off. Yeah. So he had a whole episode where he talked about how he doesn't listen to female rappers, like mm-hmm. any of them. He was like, he was like, I used to listen to Lauryn Hill. There's no other female rappers I listen to ever. I won't buy any of their CDs. Okay. And so, uh, so Vlad was like, why? And he was like, yeah, I can't be like riding down the street and you know, chick talk about sucking dick or something. And you know, it's coming out my my like, you know, my windows or whatever. <laughs> like I can't, I can't get down with none of that. Uh, it's and so it was ignorant, funny because what he was saying was mad funny. ignorant. But to some degree, I was, I was kind of like, that's true. Like I, I should, like I'm not gonna listen to like. I don't very, want to co-sign that though. I can't. I, 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 I can't listen to for for long periods of time very sexually graphic things from the perspective of a woman. Interesting. I see. To me, that's not what bothers me. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like it doesn't make me uncomfortable. My whole thing is just that, like I would want a woman to say whatever she wants to say, and maybe she mm-hmm. wants to say these maybe things. She wants to say that. Maybe she wants to, and that's cool. Yeah. I'm just curious though. Like, does she think she has to? Yeah. Like, but you do you sound think Fabulous like, thinks he has to? Because because a lot of men probably feel they have to as well. All this super misogynistic shit that niggas are saying on on, on tracks. All do corny, they, by the way. Do, right? Do they all need to say all corny. that, yeah. or do they feel like they need to say that because that's what rap is now? It's it's, well, it's all okay. Bravado. So these these are these are I think these are kind of separate arguments. Okay. And we do the men get criticism for that, you know. When we had um, when we had uh, Imhotep on here, and we were talking about um, folks who rap about drugs and, and whatnot. Like, right. so when you're talking about 
one of these subject matters is just, you know, oversaturated, you know, whether it be drugs and violence and all these things, like the bar raises higher. Mm -hmm. And so that if you're going to be talking about this shit and your rhymes are whack, like this shit is corny and it's whack. What I'm saying though, in in terms of the women, like, like I said, I don't mind that you rap about whatever you want to rap about. I'm just curious if you think that like, you don't need to do what the guys do, you know? And that, and that's not a, that's not a problem. Do what you want to do. But I would just think that, if you want to get on, you can rap about whatever it is that you want to rap about in your own way and give us like a different perspective, right? I mean, That's because very idealistic. Well, but here's my thing though, right? One of the reasons why we're trying to get more women um, in the workplace, on TV, you know, whether it be in sports broadcasting or in CEO boardrooms or whatever, is to get a different perspective, right? You know, supposedly. Supposedly. And right. so the women that we are getting, like, I want to get a different perspective perspective i right. don't want to get the same thing and you know who i, I actually had to give props to hmm. this is gonna be crazy but you know cardi b whatever like that bodek right. yellow it's hmm. a different perspective it, it's not a male's perspective in my uh-huh. opinion i yeah. think it definitely is a woman's perspective and but how yeah, is I, don't, it, I think she i think how it, is it different than what we've gotten from Nicki minaj or that that's fine that's that's whatever i'm I'm, i mean it's misogyny i mean not not misogyny i'm sorry materialism you know it is materialism but whatever um it's you know these bitches can't fuck with me um i you know i look good i have expensive things those are literally the only three things that have been wrapped about the thing is though i i still think that that definitely is a very um that is a a woman's perspective now and it may not necessarily be the most positive but the whole boss shit that a lot of women are trying to own like that's like they're, they're trying to be on that stuff. But and Nicki I think Minaj that that's, has been rapping about being a boss for a long time. Now. You said who? Nicki Minaj. I'm I mean, that's fan, fine too. That's fine too. I'm just saying, like, it to me it doesn't. My point wasn't that it had needs to sound original from another woman. I'm just saying, like, I don't. It doesn't sound to me like something that a man would say. Well, one thing we could all agree on is that uh, Lauren Hill skipped all that shit. She was oh, just she's dope. Lauren she's, Hill. Unless you unless you don't like her. Unless you think she was a hotep, which apparently that's 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 a thing. thing. Well, and, I mean, at least <laughs> when that album dropped, I mean, you know, everybody was just like, "Yo." Another thing that I've heard out. from the from the Lauryn Hill hate camp, which is was wild to me, is um, the reason why Cardi B is different or better than Lauryn Hill is because wait, Cardi B. Wait, 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 the, wait, wait, the, wait. We'll get there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? The, the reason why. I, so, so you saw, you saw that recently. Cardi B broke um, a record for um, longest number one and most uh, sales or whatever um, from a female. Good for you, right? Um, without with uh, a song without without oh. um, a male accompaniment sure, or any sure. like, like it's features. Just her. Cardi so, B doing it. So then, Dominica folks are saying, from the Bronx. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta clap for that. So folks are saying, you know, some of the folks are saying, well, you know, the reason why her achievement and you know her platform is is better than Lauryn Hill is because she did it without a cosign from a male. And so Lauren Hill, as someone who came out through the Fugees, was co-signed by Wyclef. And then she came out as a solo artist after that. So nah, therefore, that Wyclef was co-signed by her, yo. You know, she carried that album, yo. She said it. Like, that's the thing. Like, say what you want to say about miseducation on Lauren Hill. But Lauren Hill's uh, uh, lyrics yeah. on the score. And her hooks. <laughs> and her hooks. Singing, the and hooks. Her, she made that album. Yeah, oh my of course. God, she did. Of course. Oh, she did. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, so. at the end of the day, you know, when people don't have an awareness of the industry and the, and the change and and just, you know, none of us have CDs anymore. It's just, you know, uh, click to play type, type of uh, type. 
I know. But, you know. You're the that, last of a dying breed. That's why your yeah, podcast has the title it has. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we still rock with CDs every now and then. But, I mean, it has more to do with, with, that, with the change in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not anything outside of that. No, nobody is looking Agree for the Cardi B Agree album. But you know yeah. that single, you could sell exactly. Toyotas off it. You could sell exactly. Coke. You could do. You could do what you're gonna do. And like you know, the whole social world we live in, yeah. social media world we live in, is gonna give certain things a longer life. If yeah. someone doesn't understand that, it's like let them say anything Thank they you. want. And I, I have no interest in reading their comments on it because they just don't understand he what said they're talking about. Everything I've always argued, which I, people always argue with me about, you know, well. Cardi B sold as much as Lauren Hill or this or that. And I'm just like, these two industries are apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like single people have single deals. Yep. People have 360 deals that revolve around no music. Mm-hmm. Like, like the the way you sell music is completely different. So I don't I, I I'm not gonna count Cardi B out and say that she's not gonna have a successful album. It's possible. Right. Not probable, but it's possible. Right. Lauren Hill came out in a time frame where she sold millions and Classic. millions of copies of albums. The joint went down, right? I think. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, this is like without the different things that we have from like a Cardi B. Like mm-hmm. Lauren Hill wasn't at every club, you know, getting bottle service and putting it on Snapchat. Like it, it's just a different industry, a completely different industry. It's different. So and Cardi I mean, B selling at, something different. At the end of the day, if, if, if somebody walks up to just the typical person, you know, and say, hey, name me a diamond rapper. They'll, they'll, you know, uh, uh, sorry, a rapper who went diamond uh-huh. in sales, just, you know, I got you. not iced out, but they'll probably think of a lot of names um, that never reached it mm-hmm. and not realize that Nelly, who can't carry the bags of these people, <laughs> and I'm not sorry, yeah. you can't, Nelly, no, you're right. you cannot do it. He's the one that, that went uh, diamond. Right. It says nothing. Yeah, uh, but those and are that's metrics. That's what I was talking about. Those yeah. metrics earlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, like there it's are like, metrics. What, is it, what does it mean to you? I think I think the whole relevance conversation. The reason why I think it needs to go away is because I think it's not about what's relevant, but it's about what's relevant to you, right? Yeah, sure. Like if seven point five million views is important to you, mm-hmm. then that's what's relevant. I to think seven point five million know? views is good. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about you yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I just think I'm it's crazy like, the idea that like someone can see them and be like, nah, they ain't got shit. Like right. that's crazy that we live in that environment. Right. Now. And for me, it's like it's like relevance is is something a little bit different. Like like there's certain people's points of view that I take very seriously. So like for example, if if like if Outlaw was like, yo, you should really listen to this album, I'd be like, all right, I'll check Pretty it girls out. Girls like Travis, like, two chains. Yeah, I, I mean, I love I, that I, shit. You know, I I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with him. I love this album, but so uh, but I definitely checked it out. You know, because he was really really feeling it. Um, and it's not it's not a bad album. I'm not here to trash that. Oh, album. I know it's, it's a good album. I know it's, cool. it's not. But um, but just in general, I, I, it's I like legit love that album. So. There's other people that tell me about stuff, and I'm like okay you know what i'm saying like uh so i mean I, I think it's about what's relevant to you if somebody has to go diamond for you to think that they're important then right. that's that their diamond status I mean, is what's relevant at the end you. of the day i feel that numbers can't exist on their own it's like it needs that human element of analysis yeah. it's like Agreed. that perspective has to be on it because you know at the end of the day all of a sudden the the best movie in the world is 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 you know some some garbage that teeny boppers really like transformers jurassic world y- you know no, stuff but even like, like that like you look at you know numbers in in a vacuum right it's like there was a time frame where interscope records 
was buying 250 to 300,000 copies of, of all of their albums when they were first coming out so that the person would go gold in the first week. So uh, Tony Yayo, Thoughts of a Predicate Felon, sold 350,000 copies in his first week. Now, does that mean that it's better than, I don't know, whoever just came out with a, a damn near classic album? You know that that has sold a hundred thousand copies in the first week. Does that mean that al that album is better because you're talking one to one metrics? It's just not. Those things just really don't matter to me yeah, from that perspective. You Tony, know I mean? yeah, yo, hang your head for that, man. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, had some bangers on that joint. He, he did, but, yeah, that's but so I mean, seductive. The yeah. fact that they were doing that type of thing, I mean, which yeah. goes back to what you said that you know, it's like they live by it and so they die by it. Exactly. You know, um, exactly. and hey, it's like you brought that death upon yourself. Like maybe those numbers shouldn't matter as much, but then you know what would be the metric to replace it, and are they yeah, ready to embrace tough. it? Um, it's tough. It's a, it's objective, man. M music and is. art is supposed to be objective, right? Like like there was a time frame where you put you put art in an art gallery, and people come and they look at the art, and the art is supposed to mean something specific to them. And if it doesn't mean anything to them, then they move on to the next piece and they look at the next mm, piece. I mean, you know uh, what I, mean? I, I know what you mean, um, but it, it's unfortunate that many, 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 many uh, of the people you're probably referring to right now die broke. You know, yeah. a lot of uh, these composers. I mean, it was like 50, 80 years after their death. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it just changed the world. Right. Um, maybe that, that's just something that, you know, us artists have to accept. Mm -hmm. Create it um, and, and yeah. die. Plus, music is an entirely different beast anyway. To some degree, but to some degree, it's not, right? In that it, it's also art, right? And so, like, oh, it's the art, same but way, it's, we're, it's, we'll, we'll get to talk about, you know, the same way murder music right this album right. that we're going to talk about Banger. was was something that really meant something to me in life like like it was like the soundtrack to a specific season in my life mm -hmm. somebody, somebody else might listen to it and be like oh it's just some dude talking about shooting people like i've heard people say that like yeah, i mean that's my deep this dude talking about shooting people that's my deep it, it didn't resonate with them the way it resonated that means they didn't listen to the album they just based <laughs> it on the title no but but i mean it's art so like I mean, to some people, you know, they 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 perceive and 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 take in art in different ways. Like, it, yeah, it but means different uh, things. The reason them. why music is a different beast, though, is because you could be told what's good. You know what I mean? If musically, but you can be told what's good with art. Why are we looking at the Mona Lisa and the smile is crooked? No, but there's a lot of people who look at art, especially a lot of contemporary art, mm -hmm. right? So people who don't, people who don't really know art that well, the right. physical stuff. They might look at something and be like, "Yo, what the fuck is this trash? Like, why why is Jackson Pollock work worth eight million dollars? Mm -hmm. All I see is is splashes of paint right. here and there, right? right? Like, why is this worth however much it's worth? Mm -hmm. And I think the the so you can't necessarily be told what is good. I think at some point, like with your eyes, you're going to see something. Now, you may not necessarily understand what. You know, th there might be something that as a non-artist that you may not understand that, you know, something is like really difficult to do and something mm -hmm. is like amazing. But generally, when, when, when people can still understand like what they see, I think with music, though, I mm -hmm. think we, we oftentimes get told like what is good. Mm -hmm. And we get told these things through a, a variety of different means, you yeah. know, whether, you know, um, whether you got like a hot video or mm -hmm. whether you got a sexy lady mm -hmm. telling you that it's good or the radio is pumping. But it those down are your, all my head. issues. No, and, and I agree with you, but I'm right. saying like there's something about music that makes that possible. That's yeah. why I'm saying it's a yeah. different beast yeah. from, you know, the, um, um, what is the other, the word for art, but it's, it's actually like a p 
paint and stuff. There's a, a, a different word for it. I forget what it is. A visual art? Visual art. There you go. <laughs> Man, I... Portraits. Like, well, nah, the, mm. uh, vis, visual art is... There's even another word for it, but I forget what it is. Anyway, yeah. I'll edit that shit out. So cool. Um, Do y'all yeah. want to uh, pivot to, to talk about the My Song Freestyle? I mean, we, we, we all mentioned that we liked it, so... Yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of over time right now, so yeah, we could probably yeah. just get onto this murder music joint. All right, cool. I mean, I I just want to say that a lot of people, you know, felt like the tone of of the my song freestyle was a lot different from a lot of the freestyles we're getting and and got, you know. That night. I mean, it stood out in, in just that cipher alone, like yeah. uh, he head and shoulders over everybody in in that. Because uh, I was saying before we turned the mics on that it's interesting that like positivity is just so strange now that it becomes something that everybody's highlighting right like it was a good freestyle technically but i feel like the subject matter is the reason why everybody's sharing it and talking about it and it's just funny because if you look at the 90s you know like po like positivity rap and like you know was was like a thing and there was a lot of it and so it, it wasn't something where people would be like oh my god this guy's talking about positive shit no i'm gonna you know disagree I mean? with you because the american badass album that i liked right lyrically though i don't think it was all that impressive mm -hmm. i like the subject matter it was an album that i was reading for you know what i mean i think people should listen to it mm -hmm. but you know lyrically i don't think that badass joey Different badass platform. is all that whatever but my thing is though it's not just that it was a positive it was rap. on it like, was on bet cypher yeah but for me well, okay. the same way the same way we talked about how all yep. these other people said these things about donald trump but they sure. were different mediums they weren't on bet Yo, cypher the lyrics themselves though are objectively dope they're good lyrics in my opinion they're good i they're mean good. i i think i'm a i'm a side on on disagreeing with that as well mm -hmm. a little bit um dope lyrics the cadences he would switch it up uh i mean he was even charismatic yeah it was funny i mean it's it just i mean i don't mind diving into the the freestyle itself i mm -hmm. mean we could we could, you know every, every two bars if you want like <laughs> there was a lot i think there was more there than I think the, like what we've come to expect from BET and from today's MC has also affected our attention and attention spans. And I think a lot of it, like, you know, we hear it cause it's on, but then, you know, the notification came in on the phone and we only give stuff with like one ear. Right. I think he did a lot more than what is being picked up on uh, by people in general, maybe even us. I, it, it was a verse that uh, I already know that the next time I hear it, I'll capture more. You know what I'm saying? I, I already know that it had layers from that one uh, listen that right. I gave it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yo, shout out to my song because for me, that is actual MCing. That, that's like a throwback type of MCing. It wasn't right. just the same cadence like the whole time and them trying to be, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Cute MC and, and, and you, I get it, you'll shoot me. You know, I, I got that. <laughs> it's like, it was just a lot more and he was he was funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was charismatic. Like, he brought it. I yeah. liked it. That was a dope verse. I think, for me, my, my, my number one verse, though, was, was Le Kelly 47. I'm going to check cool. her out. Uh, I just, and maybe it was just that I was pleasantly surprised. Like I told y'all, I've, I've been following, yeah. I've been following my son since he was my son, the problem child, before he was, when his early violator days, when he was battling everybody. So, um, I wasn't surprised by the my son verse. That's uh, cool. But, all right. So we, uh, should we go ahead and wrap this up? We'll wrap it up. So I think we're going to go to the next joint, which you guys will hear yeah. in the future. Yeah. Peace and blessings. Peace. Welcome to reality. 
I am a fake rapper's rivalry, the leader of the cavalry. Young Huey P with Big Meech mentality, the rap Kaepernick with Tupac's anatomy. I got him mad at me, cause I free the kids from the trap and put morals over salary. But they would rather me lie the way they lied to me, having many streets dying, becoming casualties. But nah, I'm a whole different breed. Everybody follow me. I was sent to lead. I'm a soldier when I bleed. I just lick the wound. No, you're not a G. You got it misconstrued. You all on IG. Lying to get views. Got these little kids dying. Trying to listen to you. Or they sitting in prison instead of sitting in school. So you told them play the game. Didn't give them the rules. Won't you tell them to fix their plan just to lose. So all my young kings don't ever listen to fools. Nah, I'm not hating. Just a little confused. How you show them all the diamonds? Never give them no jewels. Now, if you tired of the buffoonery, follow me. I'll show you how to shine without jewelry. Show you how to grind and buy back the community. Bring back on black crime. Back to black unity. If you a G, I know you see you and me. Gangster but woke. Ain't nothing they can do with me. One man army. Imagine if it was two of me. I swear next year, Oprah gonna try to cougar me. Because <laughs> I did it on my own. I put in work, now I'm sitting on this throne. Crown me the same way that you do any king. I'd rather kneel for something than just stand for anything.